Hello, and welcome to Normal Change. My name is Sean. I'm not an expert, a guru, or a thought leader. I am a husband, a father, and pastor in that order. I'm using this podcast to document my life's journey, to change how I think, speak, and act until I'm more like Jesus in my normal, everyday life. Thank you for taking this journey with me. This is episode two. So we are here, episode one down, episode two here. Um, it is a Sunday after church. And um, after listening to uh, my pastor preach, I was thinking about faithfulness and the importance of faithfulness, the importance of consistency, just sticking with one thing until you see it. So my theory um, for success and with this podcast is that um, I'm going to be terrible (laughs) until I become good and then I'll be good until I get better and then I'll get better until I'm the best at doing what I do the way that I do it or essentially best at being me, the best version of me, which is the version that's the most like Christ. And um, but you just keep going until you get there. And that's how I tackled how I've tackled most things in my life. And they they came out to work. I just I'm willing to be terrible until I become good, until I become better, until I become the best at doing what I do the way I do it. And I I see this as a, um, I think this is a biblical principle. Like you, you, you start where you are, essentially. You start where you are. Think about, about Gideon, when God approached him, he was in a wine press and, you know, he said, hey, mighty man of valor. And he's like, who? Who are you talking to? You can't be talking to me because if you knew what I knew about myself, you would not call me mighty man of valor, right? And uh, or Moses, same thing. He approached Moses. Hey, Moses, I got something for you to do. Mm-mm, nah, if you knew how bad of a communicator I was, then you would know that I'm not your guy. It's 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 always this thing. It's this fear of um, I can't do it as well as you think I can do it, God. But here's the thing. God knows us better than we know ourselves. And more importantly, he doesn't see us for where we're at. He sees us for what he's placed in us. Mm, That's a good word. God has placed some things in you that you can't see yet. And in order to develop those things in you and get them out of you, he has to put you in a place of testing, a place of struggle, like lifting weights, right? In order for you to see the potential. And not only will that test and trial, if you go through it with trust in him, not only will it build uh, confidence in yourself, because you're like, oh, wow, I didn't really I didn't even know this was in here, but it will build confidence in God because you'll realize, OK, I didn't think this was going to turn out like it turned out, but it did. So maybe, you know, more than me with other stuff, too. 
Maybe every time you tell me to step out and do something, I should just say yes. Maybe every time you say go, even though I'm nervous or, or afraid or anxious, maybe I should just step out there because this thing turned out good. So maybe the next thing will turn out good. So that's that's not only been my life, but that's with this with this podcast, this uh, this journaling and documenting of my life um, that my plan is to do it weekly. And um, here's the, the big goal. I, I hope that one day my, my children, my grandchildren, great-grandchildren, so right now for, for context, I have uh, young kids. My oldest 15, my youngest nine, I mean my youngest six. And uh, so we're not even, we're not talking about no grandchildren yet. We're speaking by faith my God. Um, but I, I pray that in the future, children, grandchildren, great-grandchildren will, will remember me fondly. And they say, man, I really, really want to hear my Paul's voice or whatever name we decide to, uh, to call me. Probably think of something cooler, futuristic. If you have suggestions, put them in the comments, please. What, what name should, should I, uh, should I take on when I become a grandfather? Anyway, when I get there, they'll be like, man, I just want to hear my Pawpaw's voice. And they'll be able to listen to things like this podcast or a book that I may write in the future. And they'll they'll say, oh, man, that was him. Yep. That. Oh, my goodness. He is funny or he is corny. Yep. And but long story short, all of it will point them to Jesus. So that's that's the win for me. So that's what um, that's one of the things that bring a little less anxiety when I'm putting this together and talking to you all and and editing this stuff so that those are the things that I think about so I've been on this journey with God and he's been elevating me sometimes it doesn't feel like elevation or sometimes because I have this preconceived notion of where I thought I would be it um, I can't see it and what I realized maybe three to five years ago, you'll, you'll get to know that I'm, I'm terrible with timelines, but I'll say three to five years ago, I realized that my ladder was against the wrong wall, meaning I was searching for the wrong thing. I was looking, um, so I've been working in full-time ministry, so I've been working at the church in a ministry for um for five years but previous to that i thought that man if i get hired by a church then that will mean that god really called me like i was associate pastor before at other places but it wasn't like a full-time paid position um and i had this thing in my mind that okay if somebody pays you for it then that means you're really good so man's validation at that time in my life was far greater than God's validation. And I fell into that pit and that pit led to a lot of um, self-disappointment and a lot of undervaluing what God was doing in my life and growing in me and using me to do and doing through me. And it, I was never satisfied. So I, I realized that that whole thing was essentially a lust in my life where it was, it could never be consumed. Like no matter what God did through me or for me, 
or what what people he connected me with, mentors and people to speak into my life and coach me and mentor me. It was never enough. So um, recently, I'll say within the last three years, I've I've been on this journey of, okay, let this mindset go and trust that God, you know me more than I know and better than I know myself. And like Paul, I'm just going to be content. Help me to learn to be content with you, even if I don't have stuff. And when when I say stuff, I mean, like, even if I don't have uh, these achievements that, that I set out for in my, in my twenties, even if I don't have that, help me to be content where I am. And, um, it's been like, if I could name a chapter in my life, my life was a book. It's, it's like the great settling and not settling for less, but settling my heart and making Jesus my treasure above things or above the validation of people or other things. So right now I have three things that I'm, I'm focusing on first husband, father, um, second, uh, pastor to the 78, uh, young men that, that I, um, that I teach during the school year. Um, and then working, um, as an associate pastor at my church on the weekends, on Sundays in, in particularly. So those are the three buckets, like my three, three buckets or rocks to use some Stephen Covey language. If you've heard of Stephen Covey, he, um, wrote a book, Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. And there was another thing I think it was called First Thing First. And this it was this concept, really cool illustration of if you had this, if you had a bucket and you filled it with, you, you tried to fill it with all of these small rocks and sand and all of that stuff. And then put like the big rocks in, if you put them, if you put the big rocks in land last, they will feel like there's no room for the, for the big rocks, right? They'll stick out of the bucket. They, they won't fit in. But if you put all the big rocks in first and then fill in the rest of the space with the smaller rocks or the sand, everything fits. And the concept was figure out the big rocks. What are the priorities? and then make everything fit around them. So those are the three big rocks in my life. And I've been blessed to speak with, uh, I have like coaches in my life, a guy named Dave Jewett, fabulous guy. I hope to have him on the show and have one of those moments where I say, Hey Dave, can you tell them what you told me? And, um, another one is, um, uh, author and, um, leader, leadership coach, fascinating guy, just getting to know named Terry cook. And, um, Another one that I, I wish to one day have on here so he can tell you all what he told me, some of the things that uh, they've encouraged me in and other people. But those are the things that when I when I sit with them and I kind of do a checkup and say, OK, where am I missing it? What am I not seeing? How do you feel like I should handle this next step in life? Those are the three things that I move everything around. Those are the three big rocks, husband, father. 78 uh seventh and ninth graders uh that i that i pastor during the school year and um what i do at my church on on sundays uh kind of 
helping, assisting to pastor uh, one of the services um, at our church. So that's where I'm at in life. But it all ties back to to faithfulness, unusual faithfulness for an unusual period for an unusual period of time produces in us, through us and for us something that nothing else can. And um, essentially, faithfulness is focus. It's it's saying I will not allow other good things, maybe things that seem beneficial, maybe things that seem fun, maybe things, this has been my problem, maybe things that fit into my area of gifting. I will not allow those things to distract me from the path of, of the big rocks that I'm, that I'm, uh, that I'm working with, the, my priorities. And it has been a booger. Um, it's been really challenging for me. I was uh, telling some of my friends that there's there's these moments of of grief that I have because I'm so used to kind of chasing everything that I think I'm gifted to do. And now that I'm saying no to those things or not chasing, chasing those things, I'm no longer in in some of the rooms of influence that I used to be in or I'm no longer um trying to be at the right place at the right time to talk to the right person so I can learn the right thing. Learning is a big thing for me so I can learn the right thing. So I'll be prepared for in the future, no longer chasing those things. I'm just, I'm just chasing these three things, getting better. Here's the cool thing. Um, I've seen fruit in each one of those areas as a husband, father, as a, um, as a, as a Bible pastor, as a, um, on the weekends, um, assisting with that service, I've seen fruit in each one of those areas that I did not have the capacity um, to reap on my own, one, but two, noticing issues or victories that I wasn't moving slow enough to see before, slow enough to see and celebrate. So my encouragement for you today my word for you today is faithfulness. Um, be unusually faithful to whatever God's asking you to do for an unusual period of time, and it will produce something in you, through you, and for you that nothing else can. Uh, so my question is, what has God told you to do? Like, what's the what's one thing? He may have told you a bunch of stuff, but what's one thing? Like, when I say this, what's one thing that's in your heart that pops up in your mind right now? What's that thing? If you feel comfortable, throw it in the comments. Like, I, I would I would love to uh, I would love to hear it because um, I got to admit, it's cool. It's cool to see the fruit of of this of faithful focus, but it is frustrating because I feel like I'm missing things or I feel like I could be spending this time growing to be better for some, some future that I'm expecting or other things, but I'm seeing fruit in it. And I know in my heart that even though this is tough, God is pleased. And I know that my wife is pleased. And I know that my four kids are pleased. And I can tell that my students are more pleased. And I'm able to to, to engage with and spend time uh, with more with my church family, especially on the on the on the weekend. So I can see that they're pleased. So these things are cool, but it's it's just it's tough on me, you know. And that's um 
I think that's part of growing up, like just spiritually, mentally, and emotionally. We, um, you have to do things that are that are uncomfortable and stay in uncomfortable positions for the for the better good. Like we say yes to things that cause us to say no to other good things. And that's that's just uh it's just growth, that's maturity, that's leading well, that's um learning to care for what God cares for above what what makes us feel good. And um it's tough but it's good and I see fruit from it. So I pray that um, as you are faithful to uh, unusually faithful over unusually long periods of time that you'll begin to see the fruit from it and um, your confidence will, will build in how much God loves you and how much he's with you and how much he's for you and guiding you and your confidence will be able to build in yourself because you'll realize, okay, wow, I can, uh, I can, I can trust God more than I trusted him before. I can, I have more focus than I did before. I have, you know, it's kind of like when you're working out, you notice in little things that you don't have the aches and pains that you used to have from, from, uh, from just sitting around and doing nothing. You don't, you don't have, you have more strength than you had before. You have more endurance than you had before. So um, I pray that, that you begin to see that fruit. So let me know what's 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 God talking to you that, that you need to be faithful with. And um, just in general, in the comments, say hi. Like, just so I know that um, I'm not just listening to my own podcast. That would be really cool. All right. Love you all. Thanks for hanging out with me. Talk to you later.